0: Okay, let's record.
1: Hi, you again with Volleyball Explained podcast, and our edition about the Italian League. We are this time in a full roster with uh, Ronnie, uh, Nicola, and uh, me, Bogdan, of course. And uh, today we are going to start with uh, discussing what happened in the Italian League in the last four rounds. The last time we reached the 7th, and now we're going to uh, have the 8th, ninth, 10th, and 11th round Uh, very very shortly. In a very short period of time, we're going to have uh, all teams uh, played uh, 12 matches. So we we are going to have uh, a little bit of a a better uh, uh, picture of uh, what we had until now and what we can have in the future. But let's start with the results. In the eighth round, uh, the most interesting matches uh, in the round, but also probably uh, in the whole league uh, so far, was between the teams of uh, Perugia and Modena. Modena beat Perugia as a guest 3-2. And actually, uh, Perugia suffered their first and only uh, defeat uh, from the beginning of the league. Lube beat Ravenna 3-0, Monza Lost to uh, one of the surprises of the championship so far, Padova 2 3 as a host. Uh, Milano uh, was beaten by Cisterna 2 3 in the longest match in the history of the Italian uh, league uh, since the rally point system uh, was introduced uh, um, more than 20 years ago. Verona beat Vibo uh, back then for their second uh, win. Taranto was beaten by uh, Trento in the team match uh, 1 to 3. In the ninth round, another full round, and what I mean, uh, you're understanding several seconds, but Avibo lost to Monza 2 to 3, Piacenza, Taranto 3 0, Modena, Verona 3 0, Ravenna, Milano 2 to 3, Padova, Perugia 1 to 3, another win for Perugia, and Cisterna, Lube 0 to 3, Lube and a favorite in this match. The other, two, uh, the other two rounds were not full because of the fact that Luba and Trento are playing um, in the Club Pro Championship and they played these matches uh, from these rounds a little bit earlier in the season. So without Luba and Trento, we had Perugia vibo 3-0, Milano Padova 3-1, Verona Ravenna 3-1, Cisterna Modena 2-3, uh, and that's all for the 10th round. Uh, and in the 11th round, Piacenza Uh, was beaten by Perugia 0-3, a little bit disappointing, or or, or probably not just a little bit, Modena Milano 3-0, Padova Verona 3-0, Taranto Cisterna 3-1. And uh, with this, uh, let's go to the ranking after 11 rounds, actually only 2 teams uh, have played 11 uh, matches. Uh, these are the, the teams of Lube and Travena, and they're going to rest in the last uh, two rounds because the championship is of uh, 13 uh, teams this season. And the other, all other teams uh, has uh, have 10 matches played. Perugia, 20, 28 points and uh, a match less. Lube, 28. Trento 22. More than a 19 after the bad start. Monza, 18, Piacenza, 17, Milano, 15, Padova, 14, Cisterna, 10, Taranto, 10, Verona, 8, Vibo 7, and Ravenna, two points, the only team without a victory uh, so far. Let's start uh, with uh, the podcast with uh, going through the ranking and uh, quickly to mention some words about the teams and probably more about other, other teams we, uh, which... More matches. Let's start with Perugia. Perugia is for me a little bit under question. But what what do you what do you think? They are? they won nine out of ten matches, but the only match which was problematic for them, they they lost it.
2: Well, uh, if you remember last time we recorded, we told that the match against Modena was probably uh, one of the toughest that Perugia will have had in the past, maybe since the beginning of the season, because I don't consider the Super Cup as a reliable test for, for, for any team. Uh, it, it was a strange game, actually, the one against Moderna. They were trailing to zero, then they get even, then they were trailing the tiebreak, get up with the fantastic service, serving series from uh, from León. And then they, they eventually lost uh, 17 to 15 in the fifth. So it was a fight, but if it was a um, Perugia fan, I wouldn't be that disappointed or worried about the, the loss because Modena is finally uh, clicking in and playing at a level we were all expecting them playing at the beginning of the season. And I think that the next game, the one who hasn't been played yet, the one against uh, Lube will be the decider of uh, of let's say at least the first round of the league um, because uh, the winner takes it all in that case and they will take the first place which uh, g- arguably uh, get you a easier path from the Coppa Italia and um, Lube will be back from the World Championship probably with the most likely with the title so they will also have this emotional boost but for for Perugia, i think that they're gonna cruise against as ronnie said in our chat against any other uh, opponent so they they just have to focus on those matches to to close the regular season the first place that was basically what we all agreed about at the beginning of the season
0: yes uh, we we live in times that uh, no many teams can afford to have a good squad like Perugia have. You know, I uh, know only in Italy, Russia you only have, in my opinion, Zenit Kazan, maybe Saint Petersburg, in Poland only say Ch- Chabreski Wigal and Saksa, and well, Italy is the is the is the country with most let's say uh, super squad. If you want to put it in that way, and Perugia is doing what it has to be. It has to be done with, with that with this team. You know, uh, after Heine's departure from the from the coach seat, uh, Gerbit was uh, underlined after, of course, the Super Cup uh, result. But now you see that this Perugia is uh, is is winning everything. Uh, yes, they lost versus uh, Modena, but it was a game that you you could lose uh, uh, looking to the to the result, you know, because it, it went to a tie break and you can win or lose a tie break. It's like the penalty kick, uh, if we talk about football, you know. Uh, and look, at the tie break score uh, 15 to 17. Uh, it it was it it was easily. Again, that Perugia should have won if the luck of uh, of uh, uh, of Ngape, of course, <laughs> will will have to turn the the side to to Perugia. But let us see that what happened in in nine days when Lube come back from Brazil. Uh, I believe it's gonna be a, a a good match. I don't think. Lube is the favorite here because you know they have to make the travel or go back to to Italy and that will uh, affect them no matter what. But uh, I think it, it w- I want to see, uh, entertain a match. You know, no a three-zero like Perugia is doing to everyone, even the the hopeless. Uh, uh, Piacenza team that started uh, very well and now are in the six or seven position, uh, struggling. And this uh, this this day, uh, it came out that uh, seven members of the team have uh, resulted positive tested positive to COVID. Now uh, they have to reschedule the game uh, with Verona, Yes. Yeah. That, that is the game. Well. Uh, not not uh, good news for uh, Piacenza but in uh, speaking about that match uh, uh, Nicola if you look the numbers it wasn't a, go- a good technical match per se you know the second set was uh, 25-12 for Modena for uh, at, at some point was a, a shit show like let, let's put it that way a clone fiesta you know you, you, you know you you didn't know what's gonna happen and then uh, per- uh, Perugia strike back uh, and give the answer 2515 and 25 uh, 22 so uh, it was far to be a let's say good good exciting match uh, where uh, where errors were for um, for both teams and you know uh, in, in the end I think people enjoy more the tiebreak than the, than the the whole match so yeah definitely if if you if you if if I if I ask you do you see the match uh, Nicola maybe Nicola will say I only watch the tiebreak and since since really entertainment but if you look the entire match was was boring because when a team was winning a set the other team was like five six points behind so uh uh Please. and that's that's how i see
1: it by the way i i watched some kind of highlights from the match and i, I was very impressed by by the blocking of both teams when they won their respective sets and in the tiebreak break my, my impression was that perger was relying a little bit too much on leon probably that's normal but uh it didn't work out even even though he he uh, he hit, I believe, two aces at the end and another very hard serve, which was uh, reflected uh, by by Salvatore Rossini. But I would suggest to talk about Lube and uh, Trento when we talk about the Club World Championship a little bit later and now talk about Modena. Because Modena is the only team with four out of four wins of those uh, uh, four rounds, uh, w- what do you believe is actually the... What changed Modena uh, since the beginning? Because they lost to Monza, they lost to uh, they lost to Lube uh, as well. Uh, Why do you think? Why do you think they're advancing uh, uh, so 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 hard?
0: I mean, come on, Uh, you have this squad, and the only thing you expect to see is they winning, you know. And even with that, that's. uh, I will say that that match, that W in that match, was a, bit of, a little bit of luck, you know. And from that match, every rival that they meet uh, is below the, their level. Yeah. Talking about uh, players and staff and experience. Uh, but hey, they have to battle harder with Cisterna. Uh, Watch Cisterna? Yes, I think yeah. it was... Uh, they- they, they were leading 2-0 I believe Cisterna. Yes, exactly. Yeah. So, uh, you see that sometimes they struggle um, especially when they have to uh, play outside Modena, you know, uh, and this is a a very uh, difficult uh, thing for them and well, if if they keep to losing points, points there and point and point that, it will be uh, extremely difficult to reach even third place. So for me, it's out of the question uh, the two-two because I think uh, at this point everyone knows that Lube and Perugia will will end fighting for the first place. But uh, like like you said before, this uh, this could be a very uh, interesting matchup uh, towards the Coppa Italia because I think even. If Trentino is not so well right now, uh, they can easily uh, win the two match that they, they have to play and end easily in the third spot. And now you have a match between uh, Perugia and Modena in the hypothetical semi-final uh, of Coppa Italia, yes. Uh, I don't know if Perugia wants to win that game against <laughs> against Lube, you know, because uh, now you will see the mind games and strategies and it, it's, it's not so bad to Perugia lose a game on purpose because they have the other game uh, in the second in the second round of the league. But, you know, uh, it's hard, it's hard to to have to face an, in the semifinal Modena in the in the current shape. They are almost third place almost not not yet, but uh, yes um, I think for uh, for Lube, uh, if they lose the, that match versus Perugia is not the end of the world you know so uh, uh, looking looking uh, things straight up, I think I prefer to play the semifinal of Coppa Italia, of course, if they reach it with Trento than than Modena uh that's that's how i see it i don't know nicola if you have something to add
2: yeah um, about moment their improvement is under revs by dives. you you said it right they played against rivals that were below their level but we can't deny that they keep growing mm. i mean for example uh, abdelaziz after a very slow start from the service line in this season regain his old finesse and lately is being been uh, uh, more impressive from, from from the service line, which helps a lot the blocking system Bogdan uh, was also talking about and especially helped also uh, Daniele Mazzone to grow on, on blocking in the past uh, f- five, four games is actually doing a very good job. And if we just look at the number in, in the last three games of regular season, because I don't taking account the two games in the C V Cup against some Romanian team, they're not, they're not a reliable test. Just looking at the regular season, uh, they were attacking uh, uh, above 50% and receiving around 30 uh, every game. So they, if you have those numbers with Bruno, you could uh, arm every, every one of your attackers. And still, I think Leal is a little bit upset but uh, his gaining is shaped back, and it will be... I think that Modena, at the end, will end in the third place, uh, because uh, Trento will probably fight with, for the fourth with, uh, with Piacentra. So Modena is exactly where they wanted to be. I expected them to be a little bit closer of, of the top two teams, but as you said, if you lost one point there and one point there... It's pretty difficult, especially because Lube and, and Perugia are not are not taking prisoners, uh, like we said.
0: Lube doesn't doesn't lose a set since that match with Modena that ended three one in EuroSol Forum. All of those rest uh, match uh, after that, after that one. Uh, have ended 3-0, which is impressive, taking into account that they have faced uh, teams like Monza, teams like Milano, uh, and Valencia. Uh, maybe, which maybe is not the best uh, example, but when you face another uh, any of those teams in their home, it becomes, you know, something that you can worry about losing a set, maybe but uh, even with that uh, taking into account and on top of that they have to play with Cobar uh, because Juan Torena and size are not ready yet uh, is, is hard and it's impressive what they ca- uh, have accomplished after that dubious uh, start in the league so uh, uh, I think like, like like you like you can uh, agree Nicola that the best shape team right now is Perugia of course in terms of stars and, and players they are not uh, any started injured maybe and they also have Ole plotinski in the bench uh, and the second one of course for me is uh, Lube Civitanova and I'm not talking about the 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 Jant uh, 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 on the bench. No, I'm thinking about that even with all those problems, uh, Kovar has been uh, really helped in the resection line. And Simon, of course, uh, is playing like he has 25 years again. Uh, we, we can see that this is going to be another season that Simons will uh, break with, with my hope, of course, uh, all his uh, numbers and records. And of course, Gabi Garcia is improving with every game. Still, he needs to, for me, he needs to play more, but not in Lube Civitanova because, you know, uh, maybe the guy feels the pressure to carry on this uh, big team, and maybe he, he can do it better. But because of the pressure that, you know, if you are in Lube, you have to win it all. Uh, that lead, lead him to make some mistakes, some silly mistakes. So, uh, yes, um, let's see what happened uh, in the game of uh, 19, yes, 19 of this month, Perugia versus Chivitanova. And see what uh, we who will be the Christmas or winter champion in the area.
1: Yeah. Okay. Uh, we mentioned that Piacenza has uh, COVID uh, problem, so I hope they are going to be fine with that very soon. Um, Monza is before Piacenza in the ranking. They are, uh, they are fifth, only one point more. And they are a very interesting team, very sympathetic team, but they are winning matches. They you can't expect them from to win but they are also losing matches you can expect them to win like the match between uh, be, uh, against the team of uh, Padova mm. uh, we have uh, talked a lot uh, about Monty in the previous uh, podcast so let's uh, let's move on uh, what do you think about uh, Milano is a very uh, it's a little bit of a uh, personality less team for me at the moment they are in the middle of the of the championship they are not doing extremely well they are doing just probably where you can expect them
0: to survive to. They, are, they are surviving <laughs> nothing less They there are no expectations at this moment yeah. in Milano for any of, of both teams that in the that City has like Monza and, uh, and Power Volley I don't know if Nicola have something to say I I I I want to talk more about the fact of Piacenza being now uh, so behind. Maybe it's because uh, people have studied how they get, how his gain are. Uh, and of course Brisart is not that uh, that uh, uh, how how do I say it? Uh, it's not uh, it's not a new. Let, let's say he he, he is not um, unknown anymore sorry unknown anymore so people have studied his game they studied his connection with Laguncija and of course the second line of this Piacenza team as you mentioned it bought in the first very first uh, podcast they don't know uh, how to use his entire squad they have Maxwell Holt they have they uh, have uh turn in the bench and they are always seems to struggle with the ruling of the Italian on court. So Nicola maybe have something different to say about it.
2: Well I was thinking about um, Milano. Yes yeah, so uh, of
0: course Milano, it, it, Piacenza, whatever <laughs>
2: <laughs> Yeah I, I mean they also been pretty unlucky with the the elf of their players because they they're missing uh, Patry in the past games, and Romano is coming out from an injury, so they they have to rebuild the connection from the start with a new and young setter uh, like Porro. And uh, I don't know if you watch a son of Milano games, but one of the things that, that meets the eyes is how uh, tired or out of shape, call it as you want, was Ishikawa. Ishikawa is an incredible explosive player. And in the past three games, it looked like he had, I don't know, 10 kilos on his shoulder and moved uh, slower than 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 he has, uh, has done in the past years. So I think that when Ishikawa gets his form back and when Patri is totally healthy, Milano will fight with Monza and Piacenza for a higher place. Right now, they're probably underperforming, but I think it's more a situational thing, in my opinion, than a structural thing like it could be in, in Vivo. Piacenza, Piacenza, Bernardi said something um, after the loss to, to Perugia. don't know if he was joking because he was serious, but uh, a journalist asked him about the. The, the period of his team, and <laughs> he said, uh, I know what is not going well, but I'm not going to tell you. So, uh, I don't know, it was, it is said that just to cut off the interview because he wants to get away, or he answers like that, but he still hasn't figured out what what is not, let's say, working. But so far, they actually have played, let's say, badly against the the big teams and against Monza so they they're one of those we call in in italy uh, i'm gonna translate like coin toss team you don't know what to expect from them until you see them playing and and probably also the the guys who bet on them are pretty pretty unsure about the outcome
1: Yeah uh the next one in the ranking is Padova we talked a lot about Padova they have uh two wins more now after the last four rounds against Monza as a guest and also against uh, Verona as a as a host but let's see how things will unfold uh, later for them because they're they, they're they're the biggest surprise uh, for me but uh, still they have a very very nice quote with Botovo, with uh, the german uh, pair setter opposite now they have also the the next uh, japanese uh, kid uh, takahashi uh, so it's going to be interesting how they how they, how they are going to implement to so include him uh, in the team uh, cisterna and taranto have uh, 10 points in the ranking and uh, they are the teams which stay a little bit under the water in terms of not being that visible for now, but they are doing well. Taranto is, uh, is a team that uh, has been promoted for, uh, from uh, Serie uh, uh, to A2 uh, uh, the last season, and Cisterna is doing much better than the last season. Uh, and uh, then we have Verona, with uh, having uh, two more uh, wins against uh, Ravenna and against uh, Vibo and uh, we actually reached uh, Vibo Valencia Vibo is probably the biggest disappointment and now uh, these these actual events that happened um, this uh, week actually just yesterday I believe or the day before yesterday Douglas the Sousa left the building, as we, we, we know from uh, it it was a, a song, I believe, that Elvis just left the building. So, Douglas uh, the Sosa just left Vivo. Why is the question? From what I uh, read, uh, he had not the best communication in the team. He had some problems uh, with uh, uh, being in the team, but is this a uh, I don't know sufficient cause, sufficient ground, just to leave it without any
0: notice. There is I too th- much things to cover, but you know, uh, first, continue, Nicola.
2: No, I will. Just want to ask him. Um, I think that what he did was unprofessional, just to be, uh, I say, just to be polite, because, mm. uh, I mean, he came into the most demanding league. Uh, on the planet, I don't know what he expected to do. He, uh, except for the debut against Taranto, his numbers are lowering game after game. You can't blame Saita every time because he's playing bad. And and right now with the injury of Nishida, he needed to step up and to be a leader for 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 that team. And instead, decided to leave and. My question is if Vibo was fighting for the fourth or fifth place like last year instead of being the on the bottom of the of the of the ranking, would he have left the team or would he have stayed? I mean I, I don't like what he did. He could have all the the reason he wants, he could say whatever good words he want to say. I'm Highly disappointed by the by the behavior, and I think it's pretty unprofessional.
0: Well, Nicola, as you say, the guy just took the plane, then talked to his manager and told, "Look, uh, try to find out a best solution for for me and the club. I don't want to be anymore." He later said that he communicated to the to the people of the staff and and. The, man- the, the management of the Valencia that he he was gonna left uh, but you know when you suddenly uh, are in uh, are in a in the in Instagram in the airport <laughs> uh, people start to make assumptions you know and I think like you Nicola he he is not a good professional uh, when when the boat is think uh, the less you can do is try to Finish the first half of the season and communicate that you will will not gonna be returning or or uh, look. I want to end my contract in a friendly form. Now that the first half that, that the first half is uh, is uh, end. Uh, of course, Italy is known uh, to be a league that you don't have any type of Christmas break. You just Go straight forward to the uh, return phase, but uh, you know, let the team to to make some calls and try to figure it out if there are any oxide hitter available. You know, and maybe and and you continue to play until until the first round ends. So uh, yes, of course, uh, uh, the attitude that he had. Later on, in in his uh, in his Instagram and history or whatever, was that he didn't care too much. Uh, he said things like life goes on and everyone uh, is uh, is uh, everyone will continue to live as uh, as any anything happened, You know, so the, he said he he has a bad uh, attitude. Uh, he thinks he's a sort of uh, internet diva after what he did in the Tokyo Olympics. And you know, those numbers, because he reached already one million followers in Instagram, make you think that you are a superstar, you know. And well, I, I really think uh, that he will not uh, be uh, higher anymore in Italy, that's for sure. He closed that In meeting. Europe, <laughs> I I will not say Europe, man, because you know nowadays teams have uh, want to let let's say uh, they want someone with good uh, social media presence. You know, maybe it's not okay. about it. Maybe it, it's not about one hundred percent about volleyball anymore. You know, uh, pep- uh, like for example, what is going on with Nishida? Nishida came as the good opposite of Japan, a team that never accomplished anything. And what happened? Three, four, five games, he injured. Now you say that Ishikawa is having problems, physical problems. Why is that? Because they are Japanese, man. They, 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 it is, it's it's all about genetics. You you know, you know, it's true. Uh, These dudes are, are are fast, are quick, are, uh, they have the speed, the agility, but they don't have the endurance, and that's why Japan never wins a, a FIBB tournament, because they, they are very physically demanding in a short period of time, you know? And yes, of course, they can play good uh, one, two, three, four matches, excellent, but at the end, they can uh, with, with 15 matches in a row, you know? And that's, what, that's, for me, uh, the reason why Nishida uh, uh, injured sorry, Sorry for, for him, I don't want to any player uh, get an, an injured, even if I don't like the player, you know. Uh, but it's not Saita's fault either, you know, because we, with the same setter, Saita was responsible, uh, was the responsible to put Vivo last season in first place. But, of course, he have Abuba, he have uh, what, what uh, Bogdan? Uh, Rosane, De uh, Falco, of course. So, it's not it's not only Zaita, it's the quality of the players. Like, for example, what is going on with Mauricio Borges? Why is he, why he he's there? And he is the best, uh, for me, he is the worst, taking, of course, out the Ravenna guys, he is the worst uh, contract uh, in this for uh, the the worst foreigner player this season for 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 any team I mean the guy has only 32 33 but he plays like 15 years old uh, player and this is true by looking by his number he only can receive can spike like Sosa Douglas Sosa he either can can spike shit. Uh, they are good receiving but you can win games only with reception you need to have power you know you 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 need to have uh, those power hitter players that at the end gave you the 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 wins so that's it yeah. Sorry for... just
1: just several things from me um mm-hmm. firstly what is the guarantee that he's not going to do i mean that was the same thing in his next team, and the communication will be bad, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera.
0: He already told people that he will not go into play anymore this season. There okay, was...
1: that's fine. Sec- secondly, uh, even if you have some problems uh, in terms of mental health, this is not the thing to do it. Okay, put put the cards on the table. Say to the uh, to the management, I I I can't uh, 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 I can't I just can't do it anymore. I, I believe we need to mutually uh, mutually agree to to end this contract. I will I will stay and several weeks a month until you uh, you find another another uh, outside hitter to play. Okay, probably is going to be hard, but okay, let's do it. And you just uh, by the way, this this is not the only issue because he is going to probably going to have. Uh, Financial issues with the team as well, depending on what is his uh, contract and uh, how you can uh, terminate it. But I'm I'm absolutely sure that this way of terminating the contract is not one of the uh, one of the ways uh, uh, described in the contract or in the Italian uh, law for yeah. sure this is this is for sure not going to to be uh, the case so uh, the only it, thing it i is, can it's just unprofessional and it's it's like a bit on gapet leaving kozbas i believe several several
0: uh, or uh, boyer years ago last season Verona.
1: yeah same thing uh, so it's i don't think we need to comment even that further it's 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 a it's a very uh, clear uh, Clean, clean as a whistle. Actually, well, very, very, very clean and uh, clear uh, event situation.
0: Let's put, put Aniatus here, and we'll go go back for the second half of the podcast. Yes,
1: with the with the favorite uh, topic of Nicole.
0: Okay. Okay, we are back to the second half of our podcast. Uh, we are we were discussing about the Douglas Sousa polemic end of contract with uh, Vivo Valentia. I think Vivo, as you say, Bogdan he was uh, or is the worst uh, team in terms of, con- of hiring and per- performance. Uh, I'm not sure that they will end with the relegation, but uh, they, they have to do something in a short period of time. To revert this situation before it gets uh, uh, irreversible, you know. So, uh, and yeah. do you do you think they will at this point be relegated? I I, I have some hope for the future, but <laughs> it's not so. Let's say it's it's not so bright.
1: Of, uh, course. Actually, you 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 weren't here the last time, but we commented that with Nicola that actually Vivo Valenti is not a traditional Serie A top or even average team there they were in, in Serie A area they were uh winning the cup in seria so so they are not the team uh, which is traditionally very high so you can you can't expect from them to be relegated but uh how they are playing and how probably the atmosphere especially also without mishida because the, this is a very big uh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, loss for them at the moment. Now they will be losing also Douglas. So uh, I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure how things will uh, will unfold. But uh, still, it's going to be very hard, uh, hard for them. And uh... one thing is for sure,
0: they are not going to be in the playoff. That's that's yeah. a, a, a certain thing, unless something happened, which I doubt this team is not prepared for even for I, I will very I, I will be per, very very uh, disappointed is if they end in A place because you know at this point every one of those guys want that the season ends so with not further ado we will continue to our schedule uh, what's the next topic
1: The next topic is the favorite tournament of NICOA and of many people. It's Volleyball Nations League 2022. Again, FIVB, thank you. I love you. You have a new format and this is totally unexpected. We we didn't have any new formats in the last years. Uh, So uh, I am very honest and very frank that I don't know what the format is. I, uh, I, I only know that we have the 12 hosts uh, of, uh, of VNL, six hosts uh, on the women's side, six hosts on the men's side. And uh, the hosts are the following. The tournament, uh, at least the, the first phase in the tournament uh, in the men's side will be played uh, between 7th of June and 10th of July. And uh, week one will be played in Brasilia, Brazil, and in Ottawa, Canada. The second week will be played in Quezon City, the Philippines, and Sofia, Algeria. And week (laughs) three will be played in Osaka, Japan, and Kemerovo, Russia. The women's side will be played between uh, 31st of May and 3rd of July, so they will uh, they will swap uh, weeks. So one week uh, one week could be played. Uh, women's the the women's side will play one week, then one week the the men's side. Uh, so we start with Shreveport Bossier City, the USA, and Ankara, <laughs> Turkey. The second, week, uh, the second week will be played in Brasilia Bra- uh, Brazil again, so this is the only uh, city which will uh, host both uh, women's and men's matches. Uh, Passau City, the Philippines week two again <laughs> the Uh Calgary, Canada, week three and UFA, Russia. Uh, I'm very happy that uh, Sofia will host one of the tournaments. Uh, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: <laughs> in the in the men's side, still, I'm not that. Uh, I'm a little bit skeptical on. Do we need to spend that much money on a tournament we are not prepared to, to have a very good team? Uh, another interesting point here is actually that Sofia is the only European, geographically European city that will host matches out of the 12th uh um, actually 11 uh, because Brazil will host both uh 11 places uh of course russia and turkey are part of europe but the the cities are located in the asian uh part of both countries so Sofia will be the only european city to host
0: uh VNL, so you're welcome to come to Sofia. <laughs> I believe they first go, went to Italy. Hey, Italy, you know why we are... no nah, man, uh, dude, look, as, <laughs> as for Japan, uh, we don't receive any advertisement for Micheletto enough to, to give you money to organize some shit show event here. And sorry, but no. And another thing, you guys, I, 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 where the where is, So uh, I, 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 I know we have uh, Filipinos fans. Uh, congratulations. You will uh, watch volleyball of, let's say, first level, depending on which team decide to center the countries. But uh, come on, come on, let's, let's get real here. Not China, for the first time. I don't see China here. Maybe they, 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 they uh, decide not to organize events till the situation with Kobe uh, advance more, maybe in two or three years more, I, know, I don't know. Maybe in 2024, we will see again, or 2023, China again. Uh, Osaka, a good uh, host, after all the advertising for free that uh, FIB is doing to Japanese player. Finally, they see some results, you know, <laughs> they host uh, a a a BNL weekend. Uh, but man, come on. Then you have USA uh, in Shreveport City, in Louisiana, they, as, as the only host, no host for the main team. And I totally understand because the main team are not so good anymore, at, at least uh, at, in, in these times. And after the disappointment of the Chicago VNL Finals, where everyone uh, decided not to attend, only in the Polish uh, games, uh, is, uh, is clearly that USA Volleyball, the governing body of USA, uh, uh, sorry, the governing body of the volleyball in USA, decided not to push more for host. As for Bulgaria, well, uh, Luboganev is spending well all the money of the federation. Uh, at least you will you will see your your team playing in your home soil, and not only your team because uh, this time will be eight teams participating. So I don't know how we how how we gonna watch the schedule. That that yeah. is is another uh, 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 situation there. Uh, f- uh, four games maybe per 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 day i don't know uh, who who is gonna face who and look uh, the only good thing guys is the traveling situation you will travel less you will yeah, play probably will that's play. one of
1: the reasons for having only three three places
0: you will travel less you will have more time to accommodate uh, between host cities uh, because you know, uh, one day you are playing Canada and then you are uh, the the next week of the BNL. Uh, uh, is not a week; it's nine nine days till the next match. You know, so maybe the next week you will have to play in Philippines and situations like that. But after, but. Uh, Even with that, I think this is a total nonsense. The FIB is doing what they do best, Uh, money, money, money. And well, of course, uh, the good news from the Cuban side is that Netherlands keep the China spot as one of the teams remain in this uh, VNL for this year. And now Cuba will have to face probably Turkey, uh, which is another topic, you know, the European uh, Golden League. Turkey, Ukraine, maybe Belgium for the VNL spot in 2023. yeah. Um, but uh, welcome them, Cuba. I I don't know man, I I have my 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 uh, my doubts about it. It it won't be easy but I think we can we can fight with what we got, you know, Jan Lopez, Simon and maybe some other dudes to step on for a spot. Uh, it won't be easy, but you know, it is what it is. Uh, but yes, Nicola, I, I will give you the reason this time. This is a completely commercial fa- failure. And and from my point of view, I I only will see the finals to see who wins the thing, you know, the, the, because the match be, be, be between... Uh, uh, between the, the regular phase let, let's put it that way will only uh, uh, work for those teams who has higher expectations at the end of the year at the World Championship you know the, this will go this will go to like a training uh, tournament for those teams I don't think Italy will go to everything every week maybe in Sofia because it's, it's close to Italy playing
2: in Sofia Italy will play in Canada, then in the Philippines and then in Siberia. I mean, you know that the, the less I say, the, less, the more likely is this channel well, to keep running because...
0: At least I, I can expect that they send the team that they are, the, the coach uh, is expecting to, to send to the World Championship in Camerobo. I think it's Camerobo, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, but as for the other uh, host Can cities, I
1: don't
0: know. As for the ho- other host cities, I expect to see people like Rechine, maybe bottolo you know, Sbertoli, no, uh, you know, not the not the usual names because I know Perugia, with uh, good luck, will be playing the finals of the Champions League, and that will take into the end of the season in May. Everyone is tired and etc. 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 Let's see, uh, but yeah, uh, very, okay. bad, very uh, bad, very very bad thing for the FIB, and of course the Philippine thing is another uh, uh, is another uh, subject that doesn't have any explanation. Why do you give a host to a country that doesn't have any any participation in women or men?
1: Expanding the geography of the game, they will answer. Well, if you do that, having a lot of fans there. By the way, they have. Uh, I, I I don't have any explanation how they love volleyball that much. I mean, have you have you any explanation for that? Because also in the I believe also in the, in the in the in the page in Facebook I believe that very there are very many people from from. From the Philippines, I can I, I will try to. Those check. dudes,
0: those dudes grew up with Mireya Spikes and, and Cuba national team with what with of women uh, doing what they do, in Manila, in Macau and those areas of Asia, you know, uh, they even host the Grand Prix finals in 2000, when Cuba beat uh, Russia 3-2, uh, and, and after that they always hope. That his team, his national team, do something, but you know they are too uh, so small. But they have a really good league of uh, women and and men. But you know uh, maybe it's, it's it's for the money. You know maybe they they, they pay more maybe. Than, than they usually to feed to host wh- whatever they. Uh, I, uh, I really so think Italy the, will the host Filipis- the final. <laughs> The, the Philippines
1: the are in fourth place in in the in the statistics of uh, the most followers if volleyball explained page in Facebook. So Mexico exactly. is leading with Mexico is leading, then Poland, then Nepal,
0: and then the Philippines. You have too many bots from there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's probably the explanation. Well, is, is sixth place. Mm next topic if we have someone
1: yeah. Uh, uh yeah and uh, probably we can end with uh, the club pro championship uh the semi-finals in the 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 corporate championship will be lube and trento they will start their match in just uh, uh 30 minutes so when this podcast is uh is uh, published uh we are going to have uh probably at least we will know the the, the finalists uh, uh, it's very probable that actually we're going to to publish this even after the final. Uh, it doesn't matter. And the other uh, the other semifinal is between the two Brazilian teams, uh, Sada Cruzeiro and Fundvic Natal. Uh, I, I really think Sada, that... Sada beat
0: Sada beat Trento 3-0. Mm. No, but even with that, I really think Trento has a chance to win Lube. I don't know why. I know making fun of Trentino team. I know they have some issues especially with the reception line which is very 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 poor. Uh, that I don't know where who who was the person who hired that German uh, player. Even uh, and, and that's why you can uh hire people after you see it in an international game because it's not the same. You don't prepare the same way. As uh, professional volleyball, you know?
2: Oh, actually, for, for what I've heard, they were trying to close on Donani. Sí. Um, yes. But the f- financial problems of, of Trent this summer uh, just uh, dilated the time of, uh, of the, but... let's call the all the agreements. Hmm. And then they ended up with the Libero, who actually lost the place to Donani in Berlin. Because Zenger was their libero uh, before. There were not so many libero available on the market at the time they they hired him.
0: And another issue with Trentino, of course, uh, Kasiski is not young anymore. So you have to you have to give them some slack. You know you have to. Okay, Kaczynski, you to play very poorly, poorly this game. Maybe the next one you will you will be better. I don't know. As for the usual guy, the usual suspect, Micheletto, played excellent. I think if he ends, of course, with the third place, or maybe go to the final, he has the chance to to be the MVP if they if he, they win the tournament, of course, or be at least the best outside hitter of the tournament, of the competition to uh, end and now with the with the prize. And I think this tournament gives you some uh, some prize money, you know, maybe five thousand in cash, but per per position. But uh, uh, I I really like uh, what's doing Miqueleto. Uh, even the Brazilian commentators say that uh, after Wilfred León, Miqueleto is the most younger, promising player that he has uh, seen. And I think he said because the things Micheletto has won over his short period of over his short uh, career period, like uh, U19, U21 European champion at that short age, and yes. But when I see when I compare Leon to Micheletto, I don't see that dominant player that can change the entire match, uh, even at the same age. No, when. When, no. when, 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 no. Leon walked, when Leon was 20-21 uh, years, he was the dominant player in Kazan. Let's put it that way. Micheleto, okay, is a very, very good player, very promising. He can be the best uh, in, in short time, maybe when Leon retired. But he can change the game around uh, like Leon did. Especially because Leon base his turnaround in his serve. I think Micheletto is a good server, but not so strong like like Leon. He needs to hit the gym more and see if if that lefty can do some damage. Which
2: well, he, they are he does.
0: St- he does already, but you know more more damage.
2: Yeah, I think they're two different players. Hmm. Definitely, I mean Micheletto could receive Leon okay. to have a reception. You have to hit him basically, hmm. and. At the other hand, Leon could attack uh, with way more power and and the the noise of the ball <laughs> that you hear when Leon is attacking or serving is, is something incredible. I mean I had the, the pleasure to, to watch him live in the past two two years. And mm. Mikireto is also higher, so would probably be more a factor on blocking, mm. but they will be complementary. I mean if they just two play together in the same team, I think they were probably a, a kind of unbeatable team. Like
0: Matei uh, and Juan
2: Torena and Juan Torena in Trent, exactly. I was thinking about the same connection, yeah. uh, more or less, but those two are even more powerful than uh, than the two. So you, you can probably you can't compare Leon to anyone, actually. I mean it's it's uh, one unique player. And that's no, no, and that's
0: why I, I told him, it's because the things he has won in the short period of time of his career. He has won two world championships in category ages. He won the European Champion. He was MVP of several tournaments, you know. He had a good run in the Olympics, even when they lose in the quarterfinals. And he is he's, he, he's a player that always likes to be around, you know. He, there, there is not a match that Micheleto plays that uh, doesn't show his potential, you know, uh, and, and this is uh, very, very special. Uh, of course, in the lose yesterday, he was the best player for, for Trentino. He was the only one who was uh, putting the ball in the ground, despite the block of, of Sala Cruzeiro, which I think is nothing special. They have two very short, one players like Lopez, the Cuban, and Cashopa the center. The only tall, uh, tallest player, let's see, are the middle blocker with isaik and Octavio. But again, the game, the defensive game, and the serve always uh, was the same. Errors, errors, mistakes, mistakes, and uh, you are playing with Cruzeiro. Okay, it's not a Serie A team, but they have the crowd, they, they, they had 4,200 people there uh, to support them. And that's, that's something uh, with the current problem of the COVID, you know, and uh, uh, it, it wasn't easy. For this match against Lube, they will try to, to do the same thing they did when they beat Lube in the Superliga which is uh, try to uh, hammer with the serve. But again, that, this Lube is not the same as the beginning of the season. Uh, maybe if they target Marlon Jan, that could be a, re- a reliable uh, option. If Marlon, uh, Marlon hasn't played too well mm. in reception this tournament. Uh, but let's see if Blengini tries to put Cobar or Marquisio, like he, he is doing, when the when the, the reception of Jan uh, is not so good, is not so good sometimes. Uh, Saizet co- uh, come back, but I I don't think he will play size for this match. This is a total different match. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a training one, you know. I don't know what you think, uh, Nicola. Uh,
2: yeah, I, I totally agree. I don't think that the Blengini I don't will risk uh, Zaysep, but I also don't think he needs to to risk Zaysep. Mm-hmm. I mean, Lube is in a kind of a shape that Trento has no chance to to, to beat them, and and is not. I mean, I'm not act, uh, playing low. Or the the because uh, I don't know to, to, to prevent the delusion of a of a loss. I'm simply stating facts. I mean the the level right now the two teams are, are is not comparable. Uh, Trento is having also physically a downgrade respect on the beginning of the season. And we we also how bad the reception the reception is. They're serving terribly, and it's not gonna change overnight uh, like that. They're also tired. You talk about Kaczynski. And uh, I totally agree with you. He should have had more rest. But at uh, the other end, Trento had problems with Micheletto, had problems with Pinali. So Kaczynski didn't have the chance to rest. He was basically one of the only healthy players in the beginning, since the beginning of the season. So, I mean, it, it's a good experience for, for a team which is growing. And I don't know if it was worth it. Uh, the journey to to Brazil, changing from winter to summer, then back to winter. and um, I hope that no no one is going to be injured in the in the short period. And honestly, a club world championship without the European championship. <laughs> the European I mean, it looks like more a, f- a friendly tournament. It uh, is European championship. So, yeah, like so, exhibition
0: so, tournament. For me, this tournament should not happen more than one one time, even two years nothing else and try to sell it in, yeah. in a, in a polling in a Polish uh, uh, city or an Italian one with maybe three, three uh, teams of, of Italy, three teams from Russia, maybe two teams from Brazil, and just that because you know Iran team, Argentina team, there are better leagues that you can choose from <laughs> in the world, of course. Every, every professional good league in, in the world is in Europe. I'm afraid that's not going to change for, for anything. But doing it every year, after every year, I mean, come on. It, it was fun uh, when Trentino was winning it. I know due to the fact that Trentino was your team, Nicola, but you know, because it was a new tournament to, to, to be played, but it got more uh, boring. After the third win of Trentino, and from that, all the year is the same. Two, maybe three teams are good, and the rest are just Cinderellas. You know, so. Uh,
2: Back in those years, there were at least uh, an Italian team, a Russian team, and a Polish team mm-hmm. in uh, in the tournament. Sada was stuck of players of very good players. So it was a little bit competitive you all said the Puerto Rican team or the the Japanese team but I mean it's a world championship so I yeah, think you have
0: due to the fact that the tournament is held in Brazil many teams doesn't want to go there
2: Yeah especially because many teams have complained about the organization in Brazil last time they played in the team, or however they pronunciated. the, it's the always, name.
0: It's always in <laughs> it's always. Um,
2: the The name of the, of the team. I mean, the, they say that the accommodation, the journey between the two gymnasium was was terrible. So if you held a, a tournament like that, you need to, to put up the organization at on, on, on the level. But uh, since they moved it to 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 brazil back in 2014 maybe was the first time held there and they invited more south american teams i've got nothing against south american teams but as you said the level is not the one we have there in, there in europe and uh, you you watch it as I say you 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 look you watch the final if you win it you're happy but i um, Especially this year, without Zaxa, who should have been there. Uh, I, don't, I don't find it even entertaining to watch. I mean, honestly, I watched the lights of the game. I, I haven't watched an entire game the yet. Last... I just...
0: Yes, but the, for me, I, 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 I don't know if you agree. The last good World Championship that we have was that, that Trentino won. With two teams from Russia. Sada of course, uh, two teams from Italy, maybe. Yeah. Uh, uh, it Lube and Trento. A, a yeah,
1: 2018 was that, I believe.
0: That, yes. yes, in Poland, to Polish
1: course.
2: With so
0: Fakio, Fakio, Zenit, Trento, Lube... Velhato, Asseco Resovia. Resovia, Resovia, And Asseco Resovia, and São of course. and uh, And... and it was a a, a a good tournament you know uh, but after that the poly the polish uh, host decide not to bring it anymore and you know
2: k- k- keep posting it and not winning it is uh, also something that probably hurts them so ma- maybe it.
0: last year maybe last year they 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 had a good chance but again I still believe that Saxa won the Champions League because Lube led them. So uh, that golden set keeps coming into my mind, and uh, it it could have been changed the entire perspective of that Champions League. But of course, history is history. We don't like club world championship. That's uh, a statement from this podcast. Yes. And thinking uh, the same thing Where the favorites? I I mean. Uh, I mean, sorry, uh Lube to win it all versus Cruzeiro. Oh. Maybe Lube can drop a set, but I don't think they will go to a tiebreak. Maybe Cruzeiro has the only hope in the crowd. Maybe the crowd will help them to achieve that. But and maybe win- the
2: video check will work the same way it worked back in Rio 2016, you know?
0: <laughs> uh, <laughs> And, and ah, uh, one thing uh, that I was uh, asking to you guys, what, what do you think about the new rules that we are implementing? Uh, one technical time at 12, uh, only one time per, per team. Uh, the technical time has the duration of one minute. The team requested by the coach uh, is only 30, sec- uh, 30 seconds and you know now the teams are behind the first coach the, the the first referee and it's like uh this playing of the nba teams you know they they have the bench they are, they are not uh staying anymore in an area uh, far from the game from the court and you know that's that's something that uh interesting let's say in in that way yeah. They keep that the two challenge, and of course, uh, after one point, they have fifty seconds to release the serp. I don't know what's uh, what's going on with this rule, but yes, it's something new.
1: Yeah, it's something. It's something new. Actually, I wasn't acquainted with 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 that uh, change, uh, but because I, I haven't watched uh, mostly due to the time difference, any matches. So far, I just watched a very short uh, period of time from the match between uh between uh Lube and uh and the Brazilian team uh, Natal. Uh, but probably they're going to implement to only one timeout due to the fact that the two challenges are used as timeout, so this is not a big of a surprise.
0: Well, i I think you lose more time arguing with the referees <laughs> that. Uh, in a time when, when of course when the play is uh, controversial like you know uh, I saw the Taranto Cisterna the other day um. and, and Taranto of course don't don't do that because there are people watching this show well uh, <laughs> the Taranto team yes uh, and in this, at the end of the second set uh, people were crazy you know because uh, uh, the Second set not uh, third set. Third set and, and it, it it was uh, like fifteen minutes of break because of a bad call of the referee and then have to watch it again in the video check and you know you will always lose time for any reason. <laughs> Maybe because you have to you, have, you want to call the server or who knows.
1: Okay. Uh, anything so else? 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 I don't think so. We can end with that. Uh, thank you for watching or for listening. I I believe that was a very fruitful uh, discussion uh, covering not only the Italian League, but also the VNL scores for the, the next year and also Club World Championship uh, that is played in Brazil just now. So thank you again for thank you again for watching or listening and i hope that you're going to do it also the next time bye bye bye
0: Bye. take care